This is Purple Roof Podcast and audio articles giving you the latest news and research from the green roof industry. and this is part two of my article Green Roof Soil – Great Opportunities Ahead. The Role of Green Roof Soil in Retention and Detention Green roofs can retain a lot of rainwater. Small and medium storms are generally not a problem at all. A roof can retain about 80% of the frequency of all storms, but these storms are routine rain events and they only make up about 50% of the total rain volume. The remnant 50% is what becomes a flooding risk. This 50% is the Achilles heel of the current green roof industry, but is an issue that is intensively researched and many ingenious solutions are about to hit the market. Extreme storms are expected to become more frequent over the years to come. Thus, if green roofs are to become the best solution for stormwater management, we need to look at these matters from many different perspectives, and that includes the often overlooked but central topic of soil biology. Soil, evapotranspiration and plant happiness. Evapotranspiration is the main driving factor for retention. Evapotranspiration is defined as the sum of plant transpiration and evaporation processes. Adding more of the currently used and well-drained soil medium to a root profile will only increase retention to a degree, albeit with diminishing return. The mean water table in a 4-inch about 10 cm soil is currently approximately the same as in an 8-inch about 20 cm soil. Hence, the main difference being that shallow-rooted plants just can't access this water table when it's six inches down in the soil. However, if a vegetation mixture interspersing shallow-rooted plants with more deeply-rooting species is used, increasing the depth of the soil medium profile might increase retention significantly. Soil water retention and water availability can be further improved by incorporating different types of soil amendments and ensuring a healthy microbiota. Increasing the humus percentage of the soil by a mere 1% can greatly increase the amount of water held by the roof, which is then available for evapotranspiration, the primary vehicle through which green roofs ultimately recharge their stormwater absorption capacity. Furthermore, healthy soil biology means more lush vegetation, and lush vegetation in turn equals higher transpiration rates. Hence, despite the soil's only partial direct effects on retention, it has strong secondary effects that should not be ignored. A better understanding of the interplay between different soils, plant succession and climate is essential for creating the perfect green roof for each individual customer worldwide. Detention, however, happens in the drainage layer of the green roof. Detention is the key ROI for green roofs. And you can read more about this important topic in our article on detention. Soil and vegetation. Sedum plants are very commonly used as green roof vegetation. 
One of the main benefits of sedums is they're extreme tolerant to drought. Sedum plants make use of a little neat variation of photosynthesis called Crassulacean acid metabolism, or CAM. This modification makes it possible for the plants to close their gas exchange openings, that's also called stomata or guard cells, during the hot daytime, and instead open them during the colder night when less water is evaporated. Some sedums even switch between CAM and normal photosynthesis, which is also called C3, depending on environmental conditions. These plants are referred to as facultative CAM plants. Both broadleaf and ruderal sedums are used on the roof for different purposes. Deciduous broadleaf sedums add to the natural cycle of life more so than the ruderal species due to the addition of biological material to the soil when they drop their leaves. However, the fast growth of the ruderal species also has its benefits, particularly when it comes to rapid plant establishment, a key function in protecting the soil from wind and weather. Soil nutrient runoff. Plants need different types of nutrients to be happy. In addition to the macronutrients, such as phosphorus, nitrogen and potassium, plants require a whole range of micronutrients, such as iron, boron, chlorine, manganese, zinc, copper, molybdenum and nickel. Generally, the old strategy has been to apply ample amounts of fertilizer on fields and roofs to ensure that the plants have enough nutrients to enable fast growth. And while this might work wonders short-term, it isn't a very good long-term strategy. Fertilizer applications require, require maintenance, is costly and will result in very high nutrient runoff from the roofs. Much of the applied nutrients will not stay on the roof but will end up in ponds and other local water bodies downstream. Now this runoff may also go against local environmental regulations, so a new soil strategy is required to prepare the green roof industry for a blossoming future ahead. Phosphorus and nitrogen runoff. One major issue for the green roof industry is phosphorus, often in the form of phosphate, runoff from roofs. It still amazes us that people use over-the-counter fertilizers that contain copious amount of unnecessary phosphorus. Now why? Well, this excess phosphorus can be severe environmental concern, as phosphorus excesses, particularly in freshwater systems, can lead to toxic algal blooms and contamination of drinking water deposits. As this problem is expected to become more severe in the years to come, we should be prepared for future stricter regulations. There are many exciting ongoing research projects currently looking at ways to mitigate phosphorus runoff. Many make use of phosphate binding materials or chemicals that hold the phosphate in the soil and prevent it from being flushed out in the runoff. However, a too tight bond between the added materials and the phosphorus can result in the phosphate also being unavailable for plant uptake. Perhaps biology can add value to this engineering approach. We firmly believe in the possibility of creating natural and sustainable systems on the roofs. In the end, phosphorus cycling in nature is a well-functioning system. A healthy soil ecosystem can retain the available phosphorus in the biomass of micro and macrobiota and plant tissue, and so enable efficient cycling of nutrients between these compartments. The currently available data on nitrogen runoff from green roofs is conflicting. 
Some studies claim that roofs are the sources of nitrogen, while others have found that green roofs are sinks. This uncertainty around the behavior of nitrogen on green roof soils underlines the necessity for further development of standardized mesocosm research to understand these complex processes further. Only then can we, as an industry, provide specialized roof soils for specific climatic regions. Green roof soil, a summary. A healthy green roof soil means efficient nutrient cycling, less fertilizer applied to achieve lush growth lower maintenance cost, less plant replacement, and lower nutrient runoff. A healthy green roof soil means compliance with environmental regulations. A green roof ecosystem includes not only detention and retention, but also soil and vegetation. All of these parts work together to create a future roof that makes our cities sustainable and protected. We need closer collaborations between engineers, architects, biologists, business and finance. And together, as an industry, we can make a profitable and resilient future possible. And that concluded part two, and that's also the final part of my article, Green Roof Soil, Great Opportunities Ahead. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can contact us per email at info at purple-roof.com or through our website contact form. And don't forget to subscribe to us. You can find us on all the major podcast directories and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter or YouTube. My name is Anna Sarkrisen and this is Purple Roof Podcast and Audio Article bringing you the latest news and research from the green roof industry. Thank you.